0: Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C L A U D E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator.
0: What is going on, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. And uh, I think it's safe to say this will be a googly episode of the podcast because as uh, Techtober rolls on, we had the Google event this week. Mm. They managed to surprise us with a lot of things. I had no idea what they were gonna announce. They turned out to have been working on a phone, a watch. I'm surprised they made a phone. A bunch of software, just a crazy amount of surprises. Uh, so we'll get into all of that that was also laced with sarcasm I hope you could hear that I can't even the f- podcast like bake sarcastically <laughs> pretend to be surprised I was trying I was trying but we did get some stuff what should we start with because we got Pixel 8 Pixel 8 Pro we got uh, Pixel Watch 2 We got some Google and Bard stuff. Yeah. And then we got a, there's also a bunch of software features. There's a Pixel Buds update. Oh yeah, software update. Yeah. Where do you want to begin? (laughs) Do you want to start with a Pixel Buds software update?
2: Yeah, let's just do that first. (laughs) We're kind of in order. Let's do
0: retention farming and just go worst (laughs) to best. Let's go from the the most boring stuff at the beginning. How dare you? Pixel Buds update. What was the Pixel Buds update?
1: Okay, so yeah, they put out an update. They have two new colors. It comes in porcelain and bay now.
0: Nice. Bay cool. meaning. Bay meaning.
1: Uh, blue. 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 Yeah, because the bay yeah. area. Neat. That's what it's for.
0: Blue sky. Yeah.
1: Pacific Ocean. Water. Yeah. Wet. Nice. Anyway, so um, yeah, so the software update is that they now have a context-aware ambient mode. Um, basically, if you start talking, it will it'll turn on transparency mode, and then another person can talk to you, and it'll keep on transparency mode. But then, as soon as they stop talking or after you stop responding, mm-hmm. it goes back to playing your music and having it yeah. in um, in uh, noise cancellation. It's exactly what Apple added in the AirPods a couple of months ago. Yeah. I used it
0: at the event. The Pixel one? Yeah. Okay, how was it?
1: Um, Good. I'm excited my, to try was, it. My biggest issue with it is that it takes like a good second and a half, two seconds to actually kick in. Okay. So you start talking, and then it goes you wait like a beat or two and it goes and then it's in in ambient mode. People start talking and then you wait a little bit after they stop talking and it goes. And it's just kind of, I don't like, I don't really love this feature for the same reason. I don't like it on the Airpo- AirPods Pro, the okay. exact same reason I don't like it on AirPods Pro. It's like the consistency is good, right? Like they wanted to have the whole AI aspect of it is that they want to know it is always you talking Right. if you want to go in transparency if mode. If you
0: start talking, then you probably want to hear things around you responding. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let me turn on transparency mode.
1: But I just... Uh, its No.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll say know. two things. One, I tried the the AirPods version. Yeah. I thought it was really, really good. Uh-huh. But then two, also, I've tried... There are other headphones that just like... I think they have a conversation <laughs> mode where the second you start talking, it just pauses your music. And that's good enough for me. I'm yeah. not like singing along or like accidentally triggering it usually ever so if i'm like on a flight like my habit is just like as soon as the flight attendant walks up i just take the headphones off but now i guess i kind of you could do the cup feature remember the sony cup feature yeah the cup makes it seem
2: like you're trying harder not to listen to somebody it kind of does
0: but you know this is a this is a clever way of doing it and you're right it is exactly the way apple's done it with adaptive adaptive audio audio is what they're calling it um I think it's cool. I think it'll be turned on by some people. I think it'll be ignored by other people, but it's a yeah. good feature to offer. Yeah. I feel
2: like it's one of those things where in the the case of AirPods and the Pixel Buds Pro, it's like really good isn't good enough. It need, This needs to be like perfect because it's already kind of awkward yeah. to not pull your headphone out when talking to someone. To me, it just seems rude, but I don't use any of these. Yeah. I will always pull a headphone out if I'm trying to talk to somebody. I agree.
1: Yeah. So, and, there's actually been a conversation around that with like... Is it rude to talk to people with earbuds in? Yeah,
0: this is a a thing. There is a small, I don't know how small it is, but there is a subculture in certain cities where everyone walks around with their headphones in all day and never takes them out. Yeah. And it's totally normal for them to talk to someone who has their headphones in, and they also have their headphones in, and that's normal. A lot of times it's AirPods. A lot of times it's whatever else. I feel um, so rude doing that. It, I don't but this know why. feature is designed for those people who think it's totally normal. Yeah. I think and there's it also... It will eventually be normal to everyone.
2: I think Sorry. I totally agree with that. It will be normal to everyone, but I think there's a small difference between what both of you said, where if you are the one with the headphones starting the conversation, then it's like, is this rude? there are people who like to have headphones on as a way of saying, like, I do not want to be talked to right now. Yeah. And...
1: That's why you buy over-ear headphones yeah. at this point. Yeah. If if you're talking <laughs> to You don't really need someone, to buy over-ear headphones unless you want to shut people up. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That's the difference between earbuds and That's headphones.
2: That's the main difference yeah. at this I, point. I, I, yeah.
0: It's true. Yeah. No, I, I I guess... I I see it. There's, like, two versions. One is you start the conversation. The other is the other person started it. Mm-hmm. So if I, I'm i going to go order uh food somewhere... I walk up to the counter and start talking, then it'll work because I'm gonna get a response a few seconds later. Yeah. The other version is someone taps you on the shoulder and starts talking, and you're listening to music and you don't hear them until you somehow manage to activate the mode by talking. That's
2: that's a good question, if you are, because it's trying to pick up your voice first, right? So if you tap me on the shoulder, say a whole sentence, and then I have to go, like, hold on, my adaptive yeah, uh, headphones yeah, haven't started coming out yet. Let me say another whole sentence, and then can you repeat yeah, yourself? Yeah. And then it comes That's in. The That's move.
1: Yeah. I will say it's <laughs> really, really good at knowing um, like, that someone is continuing to talk to you versus okay. just ambient background noise. It's yeah. really good at distinguishing that. So yeah. it keeps it in transparency mode until you fully stop talking for, mm-hmm. like, a second and a half or so. But the biggest issue right now is how long it takes to trigger and untrigger. But of course, they need that because they don't want it accidentally going yeah. all off all the time. That would be you, worse. Like, cough. You know, it's annoying that it like that it mutes your your music or your <laughs> podcast or whatever you're listening to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm personally more of a fan of manual, pause, take earbud out, talk still, for a while, put back in. That's what I'm going to keep doing. But I think that, like you said, Andrew, a generation of people are going to eventually grow up it just will. where it's natural. And Google, even in their marketing, they were like, now you never need to take your earbuds out. There that's literally
2: was in their Glue marketing. Glue them in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> never I, charge them. I didn't get to try them, but I have to say, if you think they are even slightly impressive, in a demo unit where there's probably 50 other people talking and trying them as well. It was, in it,
0: it was in an isolated sound
1: chamber.
2: Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, different if that point. was like show floor, yeah. that would be super impressive. Show floor impressive. would be crazy yeah. impressive. That would be crazy. Yeah, the demo
0: that I got from Apple was also in like a small room with like seven people. in It yeah. Yeah. it worked it up, amazing. Y'all. I'm sure that it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Um, the other thing that is really nice is they, it now supports Bluetooth super wideband, which basically doubles the bandwidth. So now phone calls should sound a lot better. Because um, the bi- biggest issue with phone calls is the Bluetooth bandwidth just compresses the hell out mm. of your voice until it just is this, like,
0: <laughs>
1: thing. So it'll yeah. be nice to actually hear better. That's how
0: all my phone calls sound. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, although super wideband is uh, exclusive to Pixel 8 and newer. So you have to use the new phones for that. Um, and then clear calling. Yeah. Really dope. Obviously, we, t- we showed that in the video that we made. Um, and it sounds really good removes
0: background noise extremely well so this is another thing that like has existed in the iphone for a, a one year of software now where there's a toggle to switch microphone modes and it removes background noise and it works really well yeah and now google's like yeah okay yeah, yeah. We, we can do that too and yeah. we'll just built in noise cancellation in all phone calls yes
2: yeah. that been that long or because they just showed that in the event this year yeah so i thought it was just, just this year ios
0: 17 thing. okay yeah okay this yeah. one's just for phone calls and it's on by default for all yeah. calls. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think they're they're using similar technology to, um, because in the video features of the Pixel 8, they also have Magic Eraser Audio. Yeah. Audio Magic oh, Eraser yeah, is what they yeah. call it. What is it called? It's called Audio Magic Eraser, is which it? I think they'll probably eventually rebrand. That's a bad name. I think it's just kind of what they... It's very cool, though. They showed me a demo of it, and you take a video, and it has a bunch of different sounds. You hit Edit Audio, and then it separates all the sounds, and it's like talking, wind um nature this and you can adjust each of those individual frequencies to go away Precision. so you can just take the wind away or you can just take the talking away or you can just take the the like I barking am, away
0: this is going to if this works the way it's supposed to... In the demo room, it worked really well. revolutionizes me shooting autofocus videos. That's true. Because every Poor Ellis over time, there. <laughs> every time I shoot autofocus videos, it is me, it is a lot of wind, yeah. and it is a lot of beeping and train noises yeah. from that whatever's going on back there every single time. Ellis versus AI part two. It's just, how much
3: can I get rid of it? That's yeah. always the question. Feeling, yeah. feeling like a horse in a room full of Henry Fords <laughs> right, right now, boys, <laughs> let me tell you.
0: It's just that... Is the perfect use case, because I shoot those videos on a phone. So I am I am looking to the built-in features. I shot one on a Pixel last year, and I was using the wind removal feature, and it was okay. Yeah. But this, if it works, is going to be cool. Yeah. And then there's
1: also a new low latency mode um, that gets automatically activated whenever a compatible game gets launched. Um,
2: oh, it's only for? Uh,
1: that's what it says here. I don't know.
2: I guess I. That's he did say like into. for the gamers out he there. He said for the gamers
1: <laughs> and I was hoping that meant like you could use it while you're playing on your computer. Like you could use them on the computer because um, mm. the Mac now has that gaming mode that if you're wearing AirPods doubles the sample rate. Yeah. I was really hoping that that would work on Pixel Buds as well. I don't know. Maybe they'll, that'll come later. Um, yeah. So they basically saved all of these updates for um, to introduce the new colors today. Feature so drop. Those all went out. Nice yeah. Feature drop. Those all went out today. Okay. At least everyone that already had Pixel Buds Pro is getting all the updates, although some of them only work on Pixel 8, so there's that. Yeah. Okay, um, should we move to the watch?
0: Yes, that is the next least sounds... boring thing. <laughs> hey, man, the <laughs> Pixel Watch 2. Okay. okay, so if you haven't already seen our first impressions video, these are getting into things I did cover now, which was I covered both the phones and the watch. So the new Pixel Watch 2 is the same price as last year, 350 bucks, and it looks visually basically the same. It's the same small puck, the same ultra modern minimal design with like the one button on the side, the curved screens around the outside, same bezel size and everything, but the major things they've changed are one, it's got a new chip, new quad core chip they're very proud of.
1: Yeah. 2, it's a
0: Snapdragon, a new Snapdragon chip. Yeah. So yeah. performance and battery life should potentially be improved from that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 2 is uh they did They have a bunch of new sensors on the back of your wrist to potentially have more accurate and more reliable heart rate sensor information. There are basically multiple heart rate sensors now, and because they can average all of those sensors from different parts of your wrist, they can get more accurate information. Great. And then there's just a couple new software features.
2: There's also a temperature sensor.
0: Yes, skin temperature
2: sensor. Mm -hmm. Skin temperature, yeah. Which you're
0: definitely going to use
2: all the time. Apparently it helps with sleep tracking, is what they said. Yeah. It helps with sleep tracking.
1: Our eight sleeps our
2: temperature, right? I think no, so. They er, no, body, they don't
1: know your body. No, I they, guess it knows have its, have its own temperature because oh. it's changing. They the have temperature. heart rate right. sensors, though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. still don't know. How, but, I know, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's a Maybe. better sleep tracking. <laughs> I know nothing about t- how you track sleep, anyways. So, like, I could see how temperature could potentially be something. Yeah, but I don't know. I think most of um, it is
0: heart rate. Like heart rate is very important to the Pixel Watch. And when you listen to them talk about the new sensors, they make a big deal about yeah. heart rate. They're like heart yeah. rate variance, I mean, heart rate sampling. We want it to be much more accurate. They sample it during, way more often. Yeah. yeah. And, and so f- during to vigorous its own activity. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is the regular everyday sampling during the course of your day will probably look the same but it's during a vigorous activity, running around, high heart rate variance type stuff, then it should be more accurate mm-hmm. than it was in the past. So, we'll have to test that. I'll I'll take it to a practice. Yeah. And yeah, then there's a couple other features, safety check. Nice. nice. So if you walk home, you want someone to be able to check in on you, you don't check in, it contacts them. I
2: right. think safety check in all these different devices we're seeing is might be like one of the most important features we're seeing in like the last year. That is just such a good idea. That could make so many people so much safer and it's feels like they could have done this five years ago but yeah, just like a, yeah. a really simple like hey i'm walking home check on me yeah, and if yeah. i don't make it in x amount of time maybe or call one, someone i know Yeah, when i reach
0: a certain destination it's
2: just such a good idea um, you i'm glad see, to see everything having it
0: you can see the commercials writing themselves yeah basically, <laughs> yes. as this happens um what else there's some new auto workout start and stop yeah. detection yeah that Great. was actually a pretty major thing pretty happy about that. yeah i think the nice. auto stop is actually more useful to me than auto start 100 yes. percent. i always remember to start it but sometimes i get off the bike and just walk away and i just forget <laughs> i think
2: ellis did that today at lunch he was like my watch thinks I've been playing ping pong for three hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Auto start, stop. That's useful. Yeah. Um, what
1: else? Uh, it's improved battery life, 24 hours of use with the always-on display now. Right. Um, previously, it used to be without the always-on display. On. Is that
2: what the metric was? Okay. Yeah. Because I forgot what the old metric was. I just remember it was not good. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that they're showing... At least a stat with always on display on, because it's so easy for all these different things to be like, this is your battery life when you yeah. turn basically nothing
0: on. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, <laughs> did the Pixel Watch have always on display disabled out the box? Yeah, it did. Are they are they going to enable it out the box? It is. It is enabled out the box. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's a meaningful difference. Mm-hmm. The, the Pixel Watch is a good looking watch when always on display is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks great like when you actually have things or else it just looks like a weird dome. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that that's on, I mean, they needed to improve the battery life on that thing, yeah. for sure.
1: So, yeah. one thing that I think they need to get better at is they have um, six months of Fitbit premium for free, quote, 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 because the quotes are because you still have to sign up to pay monthly or in, or yearly. Hmm. So, you still have to, like, put in your credit card information and then do the first six months or whatever and that gets you like a lot of the Fitbit premium features but like the one one thing that the Apple Watch really has over it is that just has all the exercise stuff just for free. You know, there's like Fitness Plus. Yeah, yeah. But Fitness Plus is everything outside of the watch and the watch just kind of like tracks.
0: Yeah. It's like all these exercises and stuff. I don't um, subscribe to um Fitness Plus, Apple Fitness Plus cuz it's just c- classes that mm-hmm. I don't take. But you're right. Like a- tons of fitness tracking, from how many steps you take to how long you walk to analyzing your trends and all these other things, all built into Apple Health. That's all free. That all just comes with having an iPhone and an Apple Watch. Yeah. Just yeah. cut
2: your ties with Fitbit. I know. I just wanted to go straight to my phone. Like I'm in the Google ecosystem for a reason. <clears throat> Stop pulling me out of it's it. It's
1: just a weird. Like I think that they bought Fitbit in order to like get a head start on all the fitness stuff. But the problem is both the brands are too strong.
2: Uh, yeah and
1: it's now fitbit with google
2: i i can kind of understand the first time they did it because fitbit did have a good name and people were buying fitbits but i don't yeah. think people were buying fitbits as smartwatches. No. it's like its own no. category yeah. no
1: right they just Cut launched it. the fitbit charge six like two or three days ago as a recording and it it has like a very basic screen that has like the time and maybe it'll send you like icons of notifications but it's not a smartwatch. Yeah. And I think that that's what they're doing on purpose. They're trying to sure. differentiate, like, if you want a smart band. But I'm wondering how many people still use smart bands instead of just I think a lot
2: of people watch? do, actually. There's, really? like, a lot of people, especially... We can see I've learned this from... Uh, Claire's insurance has you get, like, 20 bucks off a month if you hit X amount of steps in a month. And Whoa. I think people will buy cheaper oh, yeah. activity trackers like that for stuff yeah. like that. Because if you're saving 20 bucks a month on a Fitbit's under $200, like you wear that for a few years and you're making money Fitbit used to offer yeah. one that was, <laughs> They used to Mark, offer
1: one that was no. just a pedometer that you'd put in the back of your shoe and yeah. i i wish they would make like an ankle bracelet
2: you could go to jail
1: <laughs> you can get an ankle bracelet it's
2: not yeah. gonna be easy
0: but you can get one
1: yeah it's just like i would i don't really like using smart watches that much anymore and i yeah. but i wish i could still get a lot of that information like on a place on my body that isn't really obvious that i have like a smart device well, on. that's the
0: thing about the phone stuff google fit on your phone tracks with just that. be in your pocket and just count your steps and do all that stuff and the same thing now on the apple watch this or the iphone this yeah. year the health app The fitness app is on the the phone. phone, It's just counting your steps and counting metrics on the phone. Yeah, so it's
1: like pedometer and stuff, but you don't get any of that additional information.
0: I think you still get trends.
1: Whether it's like
0: trends of activity up and down over time, how many steps, you know, it's not gonna have like blood, heart rate, and all that stuff, but it's like basic information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll try the watch. I'm definitely curious if the battery life is meaningfully different because that was one of my big complaints with the last one when I turned always on display on. Um, do we want to talk about Bard a- and AI stuff right now, or do we want to do trivia?
1: I think we just.
2: Drake? I think we do Bard now, because then we're going to talk about the phones, and that will be a while. <laughs> okay,
1: there's a lot
0: of stuff here, and I didn't watch the entire keynote, but this is basically the way I understand it. Uh, Google Assistant combining with Bard. <laughs> Sorry. That's the that's the main the main thing that's happening. Google Assistant combining with Bard. So now there are a generative AI features inside of Google Assistant. So you can ask Google Assistant to summarize a web page that you're on, and it will look at your screen in Chrome and read the whole web page and give you a generative IAI summary, things like that. Mm-hmm. So the idea is more of the features from this BARD experiment are gonna be surfaced to people who use Google Assistant regularly. Lots of interesting stuff that that could open up the possibilities of. I'm curious if you guys have favorite stuff that you saw but i kind of like the the summary webpage thing seems like very
2: reliable to me if i just go real quick cuz i know david will go on for the next 45 minutes on this <laughs> um i mean this is exactly what we just talked about with copilot last week with like amazon alexa and uh chat chat gpt stuff a few mm-hmm. weeks ago just like yeah all of this generative AI inside of the assistants will make these assistants so much better mm-hmm. because it's just like conversation-based and they understand context and this can use your text, voice, images. It can take actions on your phone. Yeah. All of this is going, again, probably the third week in a row, it's going to be the new tech support that we never have to deal with again. It's going to make using technology for people who don't know technology so, so much yeah. easier. Wait and a that's second. a huge win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing like my, my grandma using I don't know if she's going to do it, but like asking the assistant to do something that you would think is like an insane request. Like, can you order the flowers from the
2: site from the thing? And then it just
0: does it. And yeah, you're like, yeah. oh my God, it actually
2: works. That's yeah. how all of us feel though. Yeah. When somebody asks us something and we're like, well, I can just Google it. And they're like, how do I Google it? And it's like, Google is very good. Just literally type yeah. what you told me yeah. on the phone and yeah. Google probably figures it out. Yeah. That's what this is now. And like assistant is just already the best out of all of them. Yeah. So now we're getting barred on top of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be awesome. It's kind of supercharging, like, a lot of the things that the Assistant already was able to do. And I think when Bard first launched, we were kind of like, why isn't this just Google Assistant Mm -hmm. better? And I I am predicting that within the next two years, the Bard branding goes away and it just gets rebundled into Assistant. You think so? This is going to be, like, better Google Assistant.
2: Hear me out. What if Assistant gets bundled into Bard?
1: I feel like Assistant's such a better name
2: than Bard. I would so much rather say, Hey Bard, than Hey
0: but Google is the strongest brand name in the world.
1: As far as like-
2: I just want to stop saying Hey
0: Also like the amount of
1: devices- You
2: did it. You did it, it, Andrew. (laughs) The amount of
1: devices that are already out in the wild that use the Hey G keyword is insane. Like, and so it'd be a lot easier to software update those to on the back end just be a lot you better know? at your queries than it is to totally change the i don't care
2: keyword, about ease i care about what i want
1: <laughs> google dieter i mean if they Come allowed on. you to just change the keyword like with, with amazon you can say hey alexa you can also say um hey computer you know mm. they let you say like three or four different things yeah maybe yeah. there's
2: two maybe it's dual keywords yeah. Google's such an pain in the neck to say every time that's
0: yeah. the slippery slope though is you want it to be slightly irregular of a word because if it's too easy it's going to accidentally yeah then you get a serious issue yeah. and then yeah so you just say hey mom and it says oh did you say hey bard and you're like yeah that wasn't that close but it thinks it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you gotta be sorry yeah to it's bard. all good, it's yeah. all
1: good. I, I feel like assistant with bard is just kind of like the natural progression of what they want assistant to be right because yeah. now it can i mean google says it's always a always been able to like look at your display and like see what's on your display and stuff but now it can do things contextually with that um so it it understands a lot more and it can bundle into your other google apps that you have too like a couple of weeks ago they announced bard extensions which allowed you to like access things in your email and do this and that and um you know we've talked about last week like I think Casey Newton tried it and it was not great for him. Like it was making up emails that he had never <laughs> I sent. I'm gonna needed to cite its sources. A yeah, lot. exactly. Um, which by the way, the the si-
0: source citing on the new ARC version yes, is amazing. I, that's a great shout-out. Yeah. So speaking of this is a total tangent, but yeah. speaking of AI features, this browser that David put us on, this uh what is it called? Arc, Arc browser, browser. Yeah. Um has this big new update where they added a bunch of AI features yeah. and they're actually genuinely very useful. And yeah. one of them is just, Hey, summarize this webpage for me. So if I'm on a webpage, I ask it for a summary and then it cites the, ex- it cites the part of the website that it's drawing that fact from. So if yeah. I highlight a sentence and it goes, I want like, where'd you read that? It scrolls down and highlights the sentence mm. that says what it was. And it doesn't pull the
1: from. exact sentence. Like it generates a new sentence to make it simpler. But when you like, you, you can click see where find it on page, from. it brings you exactly to where it brought it
0: to. Yeah. So you know when it's making something up or if it is actually <laughs> drawing from the actual page. Yeah.
1: That's that's good AI. Yeah, that's good. Google,
0: AI. do a little more of that, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Citing sources. Yeah, they help ha- yeah. they
1: also have like find in page where you do control F or Command F to do to to do find in page, but if you can't find in page, you just type a question about the page that's so and sick. it creates like a Gen AI answer about the page. Really good. Anyway. Uh, back to Bard, um, it's yeah, it's basically just like a supercharged Google Assistant. And this is, I think, what everyone sort of always assumed that Google Assistant was supposed to be. Um, so now it can look at things on your screen, it can access things in your email, it is a lot more of like a generalized assistant, at least as far as plugging into Google services. Yeah, this because, is what I wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah.
2: At IO, I thought, I think we all assumed this is what happens. I just wasn't expecting it to be Five months later, yeah, like already. I
1: mean, ChatGPT basically added um, multimodal support like two weeks ago, and then like f- like flies dropping. It was just like Amazon, mm-hmm. Microsoft, Google. Mm-hmm. Like we're kind of moving towards that omniscient kind of AI at this point. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, uh, assistant with Bard is not out yet. It's coming later.
0: Which as are sad. so many, of as these.
1: are so many of these things. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: curious. Apple did a couple of these. Now Google's doing this, a couple of these later mm-hmm. this year. It's a things. trend that I don't like. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that we don't know when exactly. Some of them would say like next month. Mm-hmm. Some of them are saying December. Later this year. Yeah. Early next year.
2: Uh, I don't it, like that. It's as much. weird
1: that they don't just like wait to release it or finish Ship the feature it. first. I'm sure it
2: wasn't the one of the first ones I remember was that iphone um what was it called it's probably Pic- a picture feature it's a picture feature where it was like increasing the resolution or something oh uh it
0: was um the, the like middle light detail it wasn't yeah why can't i light.
2: remember what it oh uh, it, it was, was the called.
0: photonic engine has this feature i forgot what is it called what was it what are you it talking would, about it would like make your fine detail in pictures it had slightly a v- better.
2: very uh distinct name oh. I want to say it was probably like iPhone 11 or 12.
1: Photonic Engine.
2: Right. It had a different
1: name. I
2: just remember it being a like, oh, Deep Fusion. Deep Fusion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for the Deep one. (laughs) Deep Fusion felt like the first one. And that was like this very small thing and a huge list of stuff they announced. It took forever to launch. It took forever to launch. Now it feels like 50% of the features they mention on a phone between the iPhone event and the Google event uh, aren't coming out till months, at least a month. There were a
0: couple years in a row, well, you're right, That started with Deep Fusion, Mm -hmm. where the iPhone every year would have like one camera feature that would be coming later. And every time I reviewed the phone, I I would have to be like, I I guess we'll see, because it's not out at the time of this review. And then the next year, there was another single camera feature, and the next year, there's another single camera feature. But you're right, now I feel like there's a couple things, both with cameras and other stuff on the Mm -hmm. phone, that are coming later or that are either about to come out or not
2: yet Yeah, even on
1: even double tap on the apple watch is still not out yet
2: not out on the watch until (laughs) sometime soon i feel like every product in the last apple event had at like two things that weren't coming out when it was launched it's
0: weird and it's
2: it just makes me think a lot about you've always said like don't buy things based on future promises and we're getting to the point where half of the features are future promises and it's yeah i don't think it's a good look yeah in general if you are trying to buy any of these things i would buy it
0: assuming that that feature is never going to come
2: like for real that's true Mm because
0: half of this we're going to talk about the software features on the pixel in a little bit and a lot of them are not going to launch with the phone i would buy the phone assuming you never get that feature yeah and maybe someday in the future they'll they'll put it on the phone and it'll be a bonus for you but that's still true about every gadget or that's going to be way worse than they probably like
1: deep fusion remember it barely did anything yeah like we waited months for it and then it came Mm -hmm. and everyone was excited and it was like that maybe looks like 1% better if I squint. Yeah, like, if you take the really photo tell. in just
0: the perfect dim lighting, then yeah, you can yeah. maybe see more detail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, with this, with this BART assistant thing, one of the examples that they give is like, you've got a picture of your puppy on your phone. And then you pull it up and you say, write me a cute social media post about my puppy.
2: And it just does it.
1: And it just like contextually writes one. But it's like...
2: I remember Why talk- are we just
1: making all the computers talk to the computers then? We
2: talked about this at I.O. <laughs> like, remember? Yeah. Like how it's like drafting social media posts. Oh, you guys God. were mad at the face swap. Making my own social media post feels so I feel much, okay a line the face crossed swap. so much no. weird.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, the social media post thing though, I'm like, what? This feels what? weird. Especially if we're having our computers like scrape. To gain like the general consensus of other people's yeah. m- posts. And then all those other posts are made by AI too. It's I, like, what are we? I doing?
2: also feel like they probably use the example of a dog because a dog's not going to care that I didn't write a social media post for it. But you sure as hell know that I can be like, write my mom a really nice birthday message that I post publicly. And it's like, yeah. greatest mm-hmm. mom in the world, blah, blah, blah. And then like she finds out that I didn't, I asked Bard to write that. Yeah. That's the most oh my I hate just thinking about I still, that I mom I love put... you I will I will write real messages <laughs> to you I will still put
0: photo editing features on the other side of the line we'll get to yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that later but we'll get to that later yeah so I think that right.
1: the overall with the Bard and Assistant stuff it's like they're gonna introduce all of these flashy things that you can do with it, but the most important thing, which is going to be just the way we interact with computers in the future, is that you can just interact with them more naturally. And that's that's, that's like a low key, like not super exciting, not flashy thing, but the fact that like you can talk to your computer and it knows what you're talking about, even if you don't use the very specific keywords you're supposed to use yeah. with a smart device, is a big deal. I mean,
2: yeah. think of what every quality of life Small like update is on anything, it's to make usability better. Mm. This is like the quality of life this is a big update one. for tech. Yeah, yeah. if general. my
1: grandma can interact with
0: it, then that's important. It lowers the barrier of entry yeah. of every advanced feature. Yeah, which is pretty sick. So,
1: yeah, so that's coming later. They're testing it uh, with a limited number of testers right now, whatever I that won't means. Hear. Yeah, I volunteer <laughs> to Um Otherwise, yeah, we got new call screening with a more human voice which was cool. Did you see that demo?
0: Yeah. I'll do that in the pixel features because I okay. will okay. count it as a pixel feature, so I'll get sure. to them. Cool. So I think let's we'll take a quick break. Yeah, let's We'll do, do a trivia question and then we'll do pixel phones. Okay. The
3: lights are back. The lights are back. It was, I can't tell you what. The lights
2: are back and Adam's gone. <laughs>
3: coincidence whoa (laughs) no yeah i got it We're working this thing is fussy man it uh it kicks and it screams and then you get it under control and it's happy anyway question number one i'm doing both questions this week oh boy it's been a while oh boy question number one what was the first pixel to have a sip made by google wait but google doesn't call it a sip they call this piece a sip did they really yes they do apple was the only one that did that let me rephrase this the Wikipedia page for this piece of silicon <laughs> refers to it as a SIP exclusively. Wait, so say that again. Oh, no. Say the question again. There is a piece of silicon made by Google, uh-huh. which Wikipedia refers to as a SIP, system okay. and a processor. And package, right?
0: System and package.
3: Sure. <laughs> what What's was that? the first pixel... Okay, now I've gone too far. So you've gone full for So what was the first pixel to have a SIP made by Google, to have silicon in it that Google designed and had manufactured? Oh, this is such a trick question. It's not. You silly, silly man. It's not a trick question. It's a straightforward question. Sure it is. Okay. I'm writing down my answer in advance.
0: Yeah. I think, do you
2: know? I have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know,
1: but I we'll see if I'm idea, right.
0: I idea, but we'll see. All right. We'll be right back. Support for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones. With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free. You can head over to coda.io slash wave. So that's Coda, C-O-D-A, dot io slash wave to get started for free coda.io forward slash wave all right welcome back let's talk pixel smartphones new generation of pixel phones pixel 8 and 8 pro mm. right off the top more expensive than last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. we've got plus 100 for each of them 999 and 699 mm-hmm. so 699 for the pixel 8 999 for the pixel 8 pro mm-hmm. And so with these higher prices, we go, well, what's new about them? What's more expensive? What's better about them? And there's quite a few interesting things. I'll start with uh, the, the new temperature Tensor. temperature sensor? <laughs> it's on the list, but I can't say I think it made it more expensive. Uh, no, I'll start Tensor G3. That's going to be in both. I think I have a lot of hopes just about efficiency and battery life. And Tensor G2 was okay, but it wasn't good. and so i think (laughs) so i think what we're hoping is that tensor g3 gives us maybe not a huge improvement on raw power Mm -hmm. because that wasn't necessarily what was bad about it but it was just inefficient and it was not great with batteries so Mm. we're hoping for that to be better but naturally the focus of tensor g3 is the tpu a lot of ai related features and we'll get to those but tensor g3 But then there's the other two new things, which is new cameras and new screens Mm -hmm. with these phones. So there's the two different sizes, Pixel 8 and 8 Pro are different sizes. Also, the 8 Pro is a higher resolution, as always. But also now, the Pixel 8 is 120 hertz. So it's no longer, it was 90 hertz previously. So it's up to 120 hertz. It's not LTPO. I think it's... 60 and 120. Yeah, 60 and 120. Uh, The Pro is still LTPO. It'll go all the way down to 1 hertz um they're all also both flat i'll just say that so they're not like curving over the edge on the pro which i think is nice the bezels look pretty much the same all the way around there's no more chin remember how we had like a chin on those previous pixels that's slowly been shrinking over the years Mm -hmm. it feels like it's pretty much even all the way around and then they they felt the need to name this new brightness but they are legitimately some of the brightest screens i've ever seen in smartphones and this is just from the hour that i spent with it but they're calling it an Actua display on the Pixel 8 and its Super Actua display on the 8 Pro. Yeah. 2,000 nits on the Pixel 8 and 2,400 nits on the Pixel 8 Pro. Yeah. Um, I will be fact-checked on this, but I'm fairly sure that's the brightest smartphone screen I've ever seen in my life. It's, I
1: think, the same as the Oppo Find X6 Pro, right?
0: Okay. It might be. I don't know. I but think so. I I looked at it and I said, "Oh my god, this is the brightest screen I've ever seen." In my life. There's yeah, probably like so a bright.
2: Lumia from like 7 years ago where <laughs> its one feature was like 3000 nits, put up.
0: but it it is genuinely very impressive and I know that when I take these things outside they're going to look great outside. Oppo so. claims it can reach 2500. Oh, well, there so you go. So Oppo is technically take still slightly boy. brighter. My bad. My yeah. bad. But yeah. still, on a Pixel, usually you don't get crazy big hardware numbers on Pixels. Mm-hmm. It's all about the software, but that was cool to see. Yeah um eight gigs of ram with tensor g3 battery sizes are both like a tiny bit bigger than last year not like a meaningful amount i think we'll still look for tensor to give us that difference in efficiency Mm -hmm. and then new cameras um same primary camera on both it's a i believe a 50 megapixel sensor then you get either the 12 megapixel ultra wide on the pixel 8 or you get a 48 megapixel ultra ride with macro on the 8 Pro mm-hmm. alongside a 48 megapixel 5X telephoto on the 8 Pro. Mm-hmm. So we got a new camera suite.
2: I didn't notice that. Wait, so they left the worst ultra wide in the regular one and gave you a better ultra ride with macro in the Pro? In the Pro.
1: Yeah. I think this year they definitely are trying to justify Make the price the gap the price gap yeah because yeah,
0: yeah. it's still a 300 difference between the phones yeah and if i'm looking at it like those two phones 300 apart have the same tensor g3 have the same primary camera and both have incredibly bright 120 hertz displays that's you gotta really start to yeah. squint again to find the differences between them and it's yeah. gonna be like okay an extra telephoto camera extra resolution if you want it which is not even on by default like stuff like that hmm Um, but that's the main hardware differences. And then once you get into using the phones, it is all software, baby. Mm -hmm. It is the classic pixel story of, and I think this is probably going to be the theme of the review. Oh, eight and 12 gigs of Ram. Did you say that? Oh, 12 on the pro? 12 on the pro. Okay. Eight gigs of Ram on eight, 12 on the pro. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you get more Ram. Will anybody pay 300 bucks to get more Ram? I don't know. Maybe. But it's there. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the story with the pixel is definitely that you you kind of just accept that the hardware is just going to be fine and they've had this design for a couple of years now with the visor and i was actually just thinking about this the visor which is like so iconic to the pixel it still collects dust like in the corners right above and below it you had this with your pixel right it's just
2: like it seems to be something that like a lot of these newer it's it specifically happens with the pixel because of the big visor but yeah just Filming a lot of macros with iPhones, the new lenses on the new iPhones yeah, do it do. all around the circles as well. That's like true. it's bad. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so annoying to Especially do. Especially if you shots. have
1: a case, but like cleaning that out is mm-hmm. so annoying. And I like
2: there. I use a case or use the case on my Pixel, and when I go climbing, I take the case off, and there's just chalk, <laughs> yeah, caked on <laughs> yeah. both of them, yeah, on both on like the top and the bottom of the visor. Yeah. So you know, you're not, you're not.
0: I guess my point is, you're not buying a Pixel for the hard work quality. It's still gonna be. It's still going to look like a Pixel. Uh, it still has, I think there's now, there's new colors and there's like a satin back on the Pro, mm-hmm. which is, I like satin both, right? Back. Or sorry, yeah, on both. Yeah. Is it both? Yeah, I think okay. so. Which is sweet. They, they're matte
1: textured. Like yeah. Sat, yeah, they're like a satin slash like velvety satin yeah. is a good way to which put it. Which
0: I really appreciate on yeah. the new iPhones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're really buying it because it's the smartest smartphone. It's got Google Assistant. You're talking about call screening. I use call screening a lot.
3: Wait, no, <laughs> wait, way. really?
2: Before no, we get oh into why. that. Oh, yeah. All the time. I'm just really? going to iterate well, that. That doesn't mean all the I Pixel t- hardware sucks. It's no, not bad. It just means no, the good. software is incredible, and that's why you're buying it.
0: I guess what I'm saying is if you want to buy a smartphone because it has the craziest, biggest numbers and the best hardware, you're not buying the Pixel. It's just not the Pixel. It's either some of Xiaomi or or Oppo or Samsung phone. They will all have bigger, more impressive numbers. Xperia, I don't know. There's like a slight tilt to the camera stuff there, but like Mm. you think about 100X zoom when you think about 75 watt charging, like that's not the Pixel experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just want to make sure...
2: Sure, I yeah. know there's people who took <laughs> no, that, that thing or I'll take it. Okay. My words, I mean what I say. I mean take what I the say. Heat. <laughs> now, sorry, I interrupted a Ellis Marquez
0: call screening no, conversation I, I was ready for. So I regularly get calls from random numbers that I don't know. And five times out of 10, it's a delivery. And the other five times, I'm so glad I had call screening because it's just a random person. And I just, you know, you just hit the button and it says screen my call. And it's just some guy going, is this is this Marquez? And I just hit hang up or it's just a delivery person going like, hi, I'm outside and then I like pick up or I just say like, yeah, you can leave the package or whatever. Do they stay on the phone? No. So a lot of people, <laughs> that's another, that's another good point. Probably three or four out of 10 times when the assistant is done answering the phone, they just hang up right away. And I just never find out who it was. And that's fine too. Yeah, that's I didn't have true. to talk on the phone. But, This year, the new call assistant is both much more human sounding and will give you context aware chips to press to respond based on what it hears the person say, Yeah, which means if a UPS driver calls me and it's an unknown number and I don't pick up unknown numbers and I hit screen call and it says, hey, I'm a Google assistant screening this call. Who are you? And it sounds like a human and the person doesn't pick up, they will say, hi, I'm the UPS driver. I have a package for you. Without me even picking up the call, it will show a box that I can press that just says, leave it on the front porch or something like that. I press it. It says it in a human voice and the the person probably doesn't even think twice about the fact that it's a robot and they'll just do it and i don't I don't as have long to talk as they don't the hang
1: up immediately yeah. when they hear
0: i'm a google assistant i this i think because <laughs> the last one sounded such a like robotic yeah people hung up early yeah this one sounds really this one natural. sounds like a person yeah totally
2: yeah in theory i think this sounds great i'll be interested to see how it does because that last one i don't know a single person that ever stayed on the line long enough for the old call screening to ever like we're just so used to getting robocalls have you heard the new voice i heard the new voice it does sound better it's pretty good there's a a lot of spam calls that sound really damn good these days too and i turn that off immediately (laughs) i guess it's just if
0: you're calling someone you're already expecting to hear a voice pick up yeah so they
2: might not even process the the first two words which are like i am a google assistant here's Mm -hmm. my counter to that there are FedEx people who knock on my door when I'm home, who don't even knock on the door. They just put the missed delivery slip on before even knocking. You think those people are gonna like listen to my robot assistant they answer? Probably want. They probably won't. They, they ain't got time. If
0: they do go through the trouble of calling and they were expecting a human to pick up, this accomplishes the same task.
2: Does this new one... Can it make reservations for you? Or are we just done with the reservation? That
0: thing? is a separate uh, feature. So this is just screening, screening. incoming calls. Okay. I don't know yeah. that this new voice will apply to that. I don't know. Just Good wondering. question. We'll, see. Good
2: we'll question. see. It'd be nice. If or is just, just something updated. Google killed again? Annoying. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it probably should be killed. <laughs> um, but there's a bunch of new other software stuff. There's a new camera UI. I think it looks better. It's mm-hmm. kind of separated into photos and videos at the bottom. And then there's all the sort of controls right above it. Yeah. Uh, Night Sight video got added. There's a bunch of new HDR processing. Looks just better in general. I mm-hmm. mean, we'll have to test for quality. The manual but controls are dope. They look really good. There are Very so intuitive. many manual
1: controls and it like puts aperture ISO and shutter speed at at the top in these little bars and you can just adjust them and it has focus peaking. Nice.
0: Like for photography That's nerds, nice. it's
1: really, really built out.
0: Yeah. All right, before we get even deeper on some of the madness that is the Pixel and all of its software, we'll take a quick break We'll do some trivia, and we'll come right back.
3: All right, we're doing Google trivia today. It's, a, it's a googly day. Um, I have in front of me four Google products and services. Uh, qu- completely coincidentally, I think uh, almost all of them have been discontinued at this point. But I need you to tell me which one I made up. It's one of those. Oh boy. Long, it's been a minute? Yes. Yeah. Ready? All right. Number one is called Google Lively. Google Lively is essentially Meta Horizon, but it was before VR was invented. So it was just with a mouse and keyboard. Other than that, it is like hilariously similar to uh, Meta Horizon. So, like Second Life? Horizon Worlds, you mean? Is that what it's called? Whatever. Th- that thing. The- but what makes it different than Second Life is that Google imagined like different. Uh, websites and IPs would set up their own thing and that it would gra- gradually become how you surf the web. They just abandoned it because they thought it would never be a thing. Hilarious. Uh, B, Google Fibonacci. Google Fibonacci was a really complex like API for devs that would analyze really, really, really long strings of numbers. This is what, which one is real? Which one is fake? Oh, Okay. <laughs> Got you. C is the Google Crisis Response Team. The Google Crisis Response Team is a team within Google that seeks to make critical information more accessible during times of natural disasters. The Google Crisis Response Team. I hope that's real just because you said
2: most of these are discontinued. So if they
3: had a crisis response team and then discontinued it? Crisis Response Team is their PR team. (laughs) Wow. And D, this is all caps. GOOG411 411. G-O-O-G 411 it is a telephone based voice search service to get business information so you'd call GOOG411 and the be 411. like I need a Blockbuster's number or something I don't know Nice. Um, so yeah A. Google Lively B. Google Fibonacci C. Google Crisis Response or D. the GOOG411 which, one? which one's fake which one is fake got you Okay,
0: we'll think on it. I've
2: already thought (laughs) on it. We'll think
0: on it. We'll We'll be right back. Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters. Robotic bees are pollinating flowers. And a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming.
2: So,
0: all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at orus.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So, that's A-O-R-U-S dot slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte, team up, fight on. Well, okay, let's talk camera features. There's yeah. a bunch of camera There's features. There's a lot of camera features. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is where it gets really googly. Yeah. What is a photo? Okay. Yeah. First camera feature that I thought was fine was the audio magic eraser. Yes. I think this one's fine. This is erasing background noises or reducing like wind or whatever that's not the subject of the video. It's like audio processing that you're gonna do in post anyway. Thumbs up. Yeah. Green light for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then there's we already know about Magic Editor, which Mm -hmm. let you like erase someone from the background. Magic eraser. Magic eraser. Magic eraser. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is updated Magic eraser. Now
0: this is Magic Editor.
1: Oh well, okay. Oh, yeah, there's the also AI. updated
2: Magic Eraser, but yeah. what's the? Uh, I guess what's that first? Updated oh, wait,
0: Magic
1: Eraser is that it uh, it now uses generative AI to fill in those areas. Oh right. It used to just use in-painting to okay. fill in those areas. Yeah. Okay. So that should be better quality. For yeah. Removing. It is a lot higher quality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so then there's Magic Editor. Yeah. Which is, it analyzes the entire image and lets you move around things, change the size, position, color. Yeah. texture, weather, sky, change all sorts of things about a photo. Yeah. And completely change the photo. One version of this is called best take. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, best So, take. best take, which is what we were talking about last episode, is basically as we as we thought. It is mm-hmm. a bunch of people in one photo, you take a burst of photos, it looks at all of the photos you took and all the faces and lets you take one base photo with the best face from each of the bursts from every person in the photos yeah
2: i think that's fine green light i love it i'll also clarify one thing from last year that i realized when i was fighting very hard for this one of the things david said was like your kids are being demons that is a scenario where i guess like i don't think it makes as much sense because then your kids are just being all over the place this is for a scenario where the point of the picture and people in the picture want it to be a nice picture yeah and a variable happens someone sneezes blinks very like minimal things that are yeah. being changed i think the face swap and that is great and especially because like you said burst of photos you were trying to take a bunch assuming a variable was going to happen yeah yeah
1: I talked to some of the camera engineers at the event today about it. Um, they said this is sort of like an evolution of Top Shot, if you remember that feature, right. which was like, mm. if you took multiple photos, it would automatically select for for you the best which ones that you think were good. Just
0: whatever one it thought was the best. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so this one is like, as long as you take, I asked them like everything about how this works. So as long as you take two photos of the same general scene, it when you hit edit, it will offer you the option to swap out the face for yeah. the face that you took in another shot, and like they they told me this at the event, and I agree with them. Almost every single time you like take photos, you take like at least three or four, even if you hand it to a stranger. It's just a habit. Mm-hmm. Strangers do this too. Yeah. And this is an interesting like psychological thing. I don't really know why we do this, but we always do this
0: just to be sure, one more for safety.
1: Yeah, well, no one the, ever yeah. takes one photo of you. You yeah. always take a few. Psychos take well, one photo. I, <laughs> that
2: actually that makes perfect sense. When I'm like when I'm somewhere. And Claire and I are together and we want a picture together, you hand it to someone and you don't know what their photo taking capabilities yeah. are. So you always just as safety take and multiple you photos. Get to edit it. And now <laughs> yep. I get to actually like we were trying to take a nice photo just because the person I handed it to maybe isn't great at taking photos and yeah. miss something. Yeah. Now I can make it a little nicer. And you and can not move have yourself to... around in the frame too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can do the classic leaning tower pizza thing, totally miss. And, and fix it up. you can do yeah. it in your bedroom in the u.s <laughs> God. Wow. yeah well this is okay so <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of did i get every camera feature i think that's it you can change like where the person is you can make yourself look like you're dunking even though you're not you can do all kinds of that was one of the things you saw the the ad they ran for i missed that the yeah. ad was like it went slowly further and further into just lying like yeah. it was like yeah. oh not all of your faces were right. Okay, like now all of your faces are smiling. Yeah. Oh, not everybody was like enjoying the experience. Okay, well, we put everyone's happy face in, so they're all enjoying. <laughs> and I think the last one was just like a kid pretending he was dunking and he just drags himself higher over the rim so he looks like he's dunking. It's like, <laughs> okay, now we're lying. And then the commercial ends. So you can kind of continue down that path in your own head where you think this feature will go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um in I think this conversation is writing. Half of the script for the review for me mm. and I'm just going to call it now. The title of the pixel eight review is we'll fix it in post that's
1: a good re- that's a good title because
0: that is every single one of these camera features photo on mm-hmm yeah it, your photo was blurry yeah you i actually i
1: i re-threaded this the other day um because it was gosh i'm trying to remember the social media outlet that did it but it, basically they were they they posted that taylor swift had taken a selfie with her and a bunch of other celebrities at the at the game which game uh, the football game which one Classic. the jets game the as jets at
2: the chief stadium
1: i don't know i don't know i don't follow football i'm sorry i don't That's follow football said. either anyway uh, they had taken this photo together it was like heath ledger wait is he dead
2: Yes, it's (laughs) Jackman. (laughs) You, Jackman. I'm sorry. Okay, so it's the Jets game. I'm sorry, the
1: Jets game. Anyway, (laughs) point being, it was like it it was a selfie that they had taken and it was like perfectly blurry. Where I was like, this literally looks like one of Google's like sample shots Um, that they would have used to fix with Photo on Blur. So I re threaded it and I quote threaded it and I said, google's pr team needs to get on this stat oh, they should <laughs> because they need to rethread that and be like if taylor had a pixel they she should run out. it through their own and <laughs> just like I'm reply saying.
0: with the unblurred well version.
1: a ton of people replied to my thread with the unblurred like, version and it, it was perfect that's it was awesome. so it was so good
0: so that's that's the classic that is the entire ethos of pixel we if you were samsung or oppo you would go, all right, we need a bigger sensor to let in more light, to have a faster shutter speed. We need bigger aperture to get more light so that we can freeze the action so that doesn't happen. Yeah. And that's always technically correct, but you're still just going to miss sometimes. And with the Pixel, they focus so much on the fix it in post part, yeah. photo unblur. Oh, you had a person behind you in the photo? We'll fix it in post, remove them. Oh, you weren't high enough in the photo? We'll fix it in post. And the list just goes on every single one of these things with the Pixel until it's just the story of the entire Pixel. Oh, the phone doesn't have a very big battery? fix it we'll post. fix it in post like we'll just have <laughs> really smart a new battery exactly we'll have AI generate a new battery Generative fill my battery <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> how sick would that be but that's that is the feeling that you get as you look down the, the statue Trick for pixels
1: into thinking that they're filled. <laughs> you just yeah. don't
0: get crazy high-end hardware you get software optimization and software trickery yeah. to fix it yeah is that good enough for people find
2: uh, probably it. Dude, honestly okay.
1: yes so so i really want to see stats on this because mm-hmm. i swear to god since the pixel 7 came out especially in the last like six months or so i see so many pixel 7s and pixel 7 pros throughout new york so many of i them.
2: see them all the time
1: and on stage this morning they said that pixel 7 was their fastest growing pixel ever for sure so it's
0: also one of the first ones that they really successfully ran commercials for and yeah. got in carrier stores and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. They're like I think like doing really well. Also, the visor is, I think, has helped. It's more it's easier for us to see. But I also do think it's easier for people to see other people using it and being like, oh, oh what phone is that? Phone. Yeah. And then I want to look it up. It's too. the Google phone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. They also did that special audio or video super video what is it called i keep forgetting the name oh yeah uh, to the cloud
0: boost video 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 boost okay it's a weird one
1: yeah it's also not available till later yeah (sighs) i talked to them extensively about this too okay um and effectively what they said is when you when you take like a 4k 30 video or something it's taking so much information from like the hdr detail and whatever that it like can't process that it can't store it all in ram or something i i need i'm gonna get a deeper breakdown onto how this actually works because yeah. i don't know how much of it is like they they the reason they said it was only on the pro is that they said they needed more ram for to be able to shoot it in that mode before it uploaded to the cloud okay and they also the other thing they said i asked why are you doing this in the cloud and not on the device device they said that this is specifically CPU intensive and not TPU intensive. Hmm. So if it was TPU intensive, they could probably do it on device, but because CPU is better at the floating point map that is necessary for this kind of thing, hmm. they're doing it in the server centers. Okay. Um, but so yeah. it's a
0: combination of more RAM on the Pro and yeah. it you to store more info as you're, recording as you're recording in order to bake it into the file. Because you that- have
1: to hit the button um, what is the name of it again?
0: Video boost? <laughs> video boost. A, it, you, have you have to really decide before you shoot
1: the video? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Before you shoot the video, you hit, I want this to be a video boost video. Uh, hmm. I, interesting. At least that's what they said today. If I'm wrong, I apologize in Can advance. Can
0: default okay. it? Ah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's interesting. So, but yeah. yeah, the idea is you have a video that you really, really deeply care about the quality of for yeah. whatever reason. You have video boost turned on. You take the video... It processes for several hours with this information that you've sent up to the cloud. It comes back several hours later, overnight, the next day, whatever. And I saw a before and after test, and the results in Google's test were incredible. Yeah. Uh, But it was much better HDR, much better stabilization, much much less noise. Much less noise. It was brighter and and more evenly lit. It was just a better colored, better looking video in general. And I kind of wonder. Number one, is anybody gonna use this? But number two, how good is it actually gonna be for random stuff that I try?
1: You know why this is like the perfect way to distinguish like Apple versus Google? Is Apple is like ProRes, log, on device, we're just giving you all the features that a regular camera has mm-hmm. at like a really high bitrate, everything. Google's like, we'll Google's fix it in like, post. Servers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix Google's it in post, baby. Like, the cloud. <laughs> Send it to the
0: cloud. <laughs> It'll come back a few hours later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's weird. It, it uploads to the cloud and then a few hours later, it just shows up in your Google Photos.
0: Fascinating.
1: Yeah. So. I'm really wondering, like, when people are going to want to use this. Um, I asked why it was Pixel 8 Pro exclu- exclusive, and they said only pros really want to use this feature. I don't really know what that means. They also said they needed the RAM. The RAM, yeah. Um, yeah. But I would love to see you shoot an autofocus video all with Video Boost. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. And just see how it looks.
2: Good. It it could be amazing. The time it takes to process is probably the same time it takes to offload ProRes footage on <laughs> the <a> computer. True. <laughs> That's true.
0: Well, the new iPhone kind of, the USB iPhone actually makes a meaningful difference, but yeah, yeah. I am very fascinated. I'm going to try this for sure. Yeah. Um... I'll also have to see if audio gets better with video boost. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see.
1: I mean, being able to do it, showed, they had a bunch of samples and they made the stabilization look like it was better too.
0: Yeah. At I least think in the samples they showed. So the one example that I thought was really good that they showed me, and I don't know if anyone else has seen this demo, but it was a nighttime video. Like imagine being on the streets of New York City and you you're in the street and it's really dark and you point it in like a storefront. So it's really bright in the storefront. There are star light, bright lights in there. It's a very HDR type of scene. Yeah. Um when you do a video like that on a lot of smartphones, you get this like HDR processing bleed from point lights where you point it at the at the inside of the store and it's just like overly saturated with light yeah. until it fixes itself and exposes for the store and then the outside is darker. The improved version of this with video boost was like perfectly well exposed the entire time. Hmm. So it's clearly doing a lot of HDR math with different exposures yeah. and like mapping them on top of each other. And that's obviously very intensive. But yeah. I just, you know, there's going to be, I don't know. I'm I'm drawing the conclusion in my head that there's a limited number of special situations where this will make a big difference. And then probably a regular video of like me and you in the studio on your phone will not look that much better after video boost. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. But I'll have to see. What actually happens? Yeah, I
1: I, I talked to Isaac Reynolds, who he used to work with Mark Lavoie, who is the guy that invented HDR Plus, who is also the guy that invented Night Sight, and right. I talked. He's the one who like led this feature. And I asked him to, like, break it down for me, and he said a lot of words that I don't understand. <laughs> so I, I was like, I'm going to follow up with you an email because I really want to know what the heck I is happening that. here. That's a great idea. Um, but it seemed very impressive. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to talk to him more about it. We
0: shall see. It is an interesting feature. There's a... Thermometer? Thermometer on There's the a phone. a thermometer. There's a thermometer. Oh. You can measure the temperature of objects and only objects. Oh, so Don't me. you dare measure yourself with it. You're uh, not an object, s- David. Oh. Uh, not fda person person. thank you and that is not fda approved (laughs) so you can't do that yet so there's a thermometer app just on the pro phone uh you you actually have to tell it well you don't have well yeah you do you tell it what kind of material you're measuring i guess to be most accurate and then you put it two inches from the thing sorry i shouldn't do a person two inches from the thing and then hit measure temperature and it tells you the temperature so you'll know exactly how hot this that. Is call see how is.
2: hot your iPhone 15 is. The weirdest, oh, that's true. The weirdest
1: feature. Random. And, and I I opened the um the temperature app on one of the demo units at the at the Google event. Yeah. It it looks very hacked together. It's just like it, a you, dog food feature. Yeah. Like, like why you, is this there? You open the app <laughs> and then it's a whole screen that only has one option that says like select material. So you click select material.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it was just said temperature and then you click that and then it was like so yeah and then, and then
1: and there's a bunch of material options and then there's a little window and then there's just this pulsing big like sun icon in the corner and I'm like what is that and you tap it and it just says the temperature sensor is on the rear of your pixel <laughs> and I'm like okay because <laughs> I think they're worried that people are going to like try to take their own temperature with the mm-hmm. front facing oh, camera or something it just I would have liked to get any kind of explanation why they did this like they they kind of were like now pros, pros need you it. can take the temperature of your pixel from your tea to your blo-. it's did like they
0: mention i gotta rewatch the event but i didn't really get any examples there's a lot of beverages they gave I think they some showed, beverages yeah, so yes. i need to know-
2: there's one material on here material so U. here's the material yes <laughs> here's the materials that are
1: material you but it's not fda approved <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Checkmate. Google
2: materials included: food, beverage, cast iron, ceramic, glass, matte material, shiny material, plastic, rubber, fabric, wood, walls, windows. I
1: love that matte material and shiny <laughs> are material are
0: different. Are just different.
2: I feel like well, because it's reflectivity levels. Yeah, are yeah, different. yeah.
3: That, I was gonna ask. Do we, did they say? Is it like? It's an IR sensor, right? Like I'm that's how it works. Temperature it's temperature sensor. That's what it said. I think it has well, to but be. You, you, you can't just sense temperature, right? Because temperatures have <laughs> yeah. made-up social construct. Yeah, temperature. Construct. Is social <laughs> construct. <laughs> no, but there is no, like... I'm ab- hot as hell. <laughs> if there's, like, <laughs> there's absolute zero and then there's everything else, right? So yeah. you, you can measure, like, the IR. Well, there isn't absolute zero, actually. So there is, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And then there's something. And then but you'd have to define nothing. Anyway, so it's like you can you can get so it's IR. That's why the reflective I versus the I don't believe it's stuff. IR. But measuring
1: how fast the molecules are. Generating. They've had like infrared sensors in phones forever, so this has got to be a different type of infrared sensor, or just
0: maybe way higher frequency. You have to be two inches from your source. Yeah. So you have to. It's probably just way faster. It just I don't, just, know,
1: was I was don't know. The app really feels dog
0: food. Like it, it does. Like it
1: feels like they just threw it together in like a
0: week. It feels like they put the hardware in the phone and then they got so far in development <laughs> that they realized they couldn't take it out. So they were like, I guess we're putting a thermometer out there. Yeah, in
1: like the, we were saying like, maybe they tried to, tried to do this for COVID and then- It feels
2: like a COVID thing that came way later and now, but that would be, you have to do it yourself. There's one thing on the list that I would be like kind of interested in and that's cast iron. Okay. Like, cause if you're cooking with- But when yeah, you're cooking with you, cast iron- You don't want to
1: get two inches away.
2: Yeah, cause like you're uh, generally heating a cast iron pan- pretty like i usually use mine for searing so i want that thing like ripping hot how hot is hot like 500 500. degrees so like i don't want to really put my pixel near and usually like yeah you're like putting some oil on it too yeah like (laughs) yeah uh, i don't know yeah. Would you trust it? Food wasn't on the
0: list, right? You're not supposed to measure food with this either.
2: No, uh, food's the first food thing on the, the list. first option. Oh, because you can't do
0: internal temperature. So like you can do surface temperature. you're yeah. Cut
2: your steak open. Like, I can't wait till I tr- to I'm going to send stick. back a steak at a steakhouse. Excuse like, me, my this. pixel says this is my actually mid-well weird. instead of medium. <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> Someone's going to do
2: it. It's just the weirdest thing.
1: Yeah. I'm like, Google doesn't do hardware, except for when they add a temperature sensor.
0: That's a, this a thermometer. Is the, <laughs> the most unique hardware feature that's true of a phone this year that's true shout out to google um i will say from the time i spent like an hour and a half with these phones shout out to the haptics team whoever's on the haptics team for these phones and i just remember typing on the pixel 8 pro and i handed it to brandon we were shooting this together and he was typing on it and we were both like oh my god the haptics are amazing Mm. it's super and we were just typing on the keyboard so it's just clicky really really strong really tight haptics Love seeing that in phones. It's good. Underrated. It's
1: good. Haptics are one of the first things you can cheap out on. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you
2: should turn it
0: off. It's one of the most common things. But just for like scrolling around the UI and like bouncing at the top of an oh, app or like yeah. the bottom and just feeling that oh, like. Oh,
1: dude. Do you remember when the Pixel 6 came out and the when you first turn it on, it has this like bouncing wheel that's like, get to know your Pixel? And every time and it, it hits, bounces, it, it bounces the
0: bottom.
2: It so shakes the bottom
0: of the phone. You can't replace it's that. It's that's, amazing. That's hardware.
2: You can turn it off. But for that, I haven't had a haptic on a phone
0: <laughs> oh in 35 out. years. You're, You're missing out. Um, the biggest last software software story
1: of the entire show. Pixel 8. Seven years. This is, is incredible. Of software. Will Pixel still be around in seven years? Seven years! years.
0: <laughs> we, need a,
1: we need a slow clap for this. Okay.
2: it gets the biggest cheer during it deserves the event. it it yeah. deserves it
0: 100% so so just to just to that's solidify awesome. this Google Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro are the first phones that Google is now promising will have 7 years of OS, security and feature drop updates for the entire lifetime of the phone yeah. 7 years of everything yeah that's a new industry standard i mean the fairphone might be the only one i've seen approaching that yeah. but so as the- far as yeah. phones we've seen the that's... Fairphone
1: had to use a chipset that wasn't even made for phones remember that right the new Fairphone <laughs> had to like go to qualcomm and be like you have a chipset that you're willing to like support for longer than x amount of time this is another reason why tensor is such an important thing for google is they have such full control over it mm-hmm. right they they can offer seven years of updates yeah previously that's kind of on qualcomm like it's not really the manufacturers like fault that a lot of these phones are not updated longer a lot of the time it's just that qualcomm doesn't support that many years of updates yeah
0: so now that google owns the entire pipeline yeah the tensor chip the the entire software stack right down to the like the software that they make for this phone it makes sense that they can actually offer yeah. and are promising seven years you know
1: what's wild too you know what came out seven years ago
0: what the pixel One? Oh yeah it's the pixel eight yeah so i'll be imagining if the, the pixel been one got for android seven years- 14 That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That'd be pretty nuts. But so we're, yeah. we're expecting 2030 to, to get the last
2: That's software. So here's a potentially silly question. Sure. 2030 is a great number. hmm Uh-huh. Do you think it's getting seven years because 2030 is a good number? Or do you think it could have been seven years last year, but 2029 is just not as good of a number? And 2030 is a better number? It's an f- interesting question. It's <laughs> a really, really good I, have... I hate that I thought about that immediately because this <laughs> I, is legitimately an incredible announcement.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had thoughts that and I think I said this in the initial impressions video. This seems like something Google could have been doing with Tensor 1 and Tensor 2 mm-hmm. because they owned the whole stack then mm-hmm. too. Uh so I don't know why it's just happening now. 2030. Maybe there Sounds was some pressure. Better. Maybe maybe some other phones had their, you know, Samsung got up to 5 years or something like that. Yeah. Maybe there was some pressure that's why they decide to do it now. I don't know. Um but I won't, I won't shun it. I think it's great. No. Yeah, I'm just happy. And I hope future Pixels and future other smartphones start to push the amount of software they're able to provide, as long as they own the whole stack. I mean, you look at the iPhone, they are pretty good about software updates for a long time. And yeah. then in an Android world, this feels like the absolute best equivalent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I hope they last seven more years, too. I hope the
0: Pixel still exists in seven years. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like got a this
2: Pixel smart. Pass that promised two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oof. That yeah. didn't last. Yeah. That's it. Exciting. Oh, wait, wait. I have one... We did all the good stuff, but this is one kind of thing that I think snuck under the radar that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. The face unlock is now secure face unlock cuz you can actually so you can actually use it for banking and payment apps again, which you haven't been able to do since right. the Pixel 4. Yeah. I noticed a small thing that I thought was kind of neat.
0: That as well. I don't know the it's, details of how that's working because as yeah, far as I'm, not I'm aware, sure. it's still an RGB camera. It's yeah. probably AI algorithms. I'm belie- I would bet <laughs> okay. that Tensor and some sort of ISP, TP, whatever magic is happening where it's analyzing a little bit more like depth information from the RGB camera and is able to do that, which yeah. is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So that's good to see. It's with uh, the the temperature sensor, allows for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, the a, that's on the back, which also helps the mic well, on the 8 back, though. <laughs> so you can't do face on like the back of the phone? I
1: don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Um, remember with the Pixel Fold how they had the, the dual translation thing where you have it open mm. and you can translate with another person because on the other side it has the words? Uh, that's finally shipping. They announced that at the event. Oh, yeah, too. they
2: did. Yeah. Oh.
1: Another feature that. They yeah. said would come eventually
0: and came. It's a good thing I didn't base my whole later. purchase off of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good that it's coming out now. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. That's it. Okay. Um, well, is that it? Stay yeah. tuned. I mean, look, we're we're gonna get the phones, we're gonna review the phones, we're gonna test to see how good these software magic features actually work.
1: And the pixel eight is slightly smaller this year. I forgot to mention that. It's is like, it? it's it's point one inches smaller.
0: Corner to corner, so it goes from six point three
2: to six point two. So,
1: Diagonally?
2: Yes. I know it's 6.2 this year. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think it was 6.3 last year and it's 6.2 this year. Okay, honest question. That's correct. Honest
3: question. That's small phone.
2: (laughs) It's the the, the, iPhone mini killer. It's
0: not the (laughs) smallest phone. But do you think there is enough new stuff in the pro to warrant it over the regular Pixel seven or would you or Pixel eight or would you just get the eight? You're you're setting us up
1: to be tweeted at Marquez.
0: (laughs) I just this is one of those things where it's like the lens you look at it through matters. Let's go over the differences. Everything you would get the updated the pro phone for. You would get more RAM, telephoto camera. Uh huh. Higher resolution, slightly brighter screen. Also, better the, wide angle. Yeah, better ultra wide. Better with ultra-wide. macro. Yeah. With macro. Video boost. Video boost. Someday. Um, temperature. Tec- temperature sensor. <laughs> and you'd get, I guess, a larger battery, yeah. but also a larger screen that's brighter. So maybe that sort of nulls out. And that's about it.
2: I honestly yeah. think it's just like, do you want a bigger phone or not? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't. Honestly, so I want the smaller
0: one. The telephoto is the number one thing other than the size that I care about. And that's yeah, it.
2: Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I think the nicer ultra wide's probably good too, because it really feels like ultra wides are the place that phones like skimp out on. Yeah, I want to see more good ultrawides. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that if like the it's still an incredible deal to get the small one. 699 is still really good price for a phone that that's, that is that feature
2: which is also crazy cuz it's $100 more expensive than yeah, last year and, and, and still, still a kit, like a really really good deal. Yeah. yeah, 699. I think this is going to
0: potentially have again, this is me guessing. It might have the best camera in any 699 phone. It might have the best screen. Eh, it's the brightest, maybe not the best, but the brightest screen in any 699 phone. It's going to be 120 hertz, and it's going to have some of the best software in any 699 phone. And if you care about camera, screen, and software, which is most people, <laughs> that's a pretty good set of things to ace for that price range. So either way, either way, well, that's about it. I think this was a, a good googly gathering.
1: Great googly. Great googly moogly.
0: <laughs> good. Great googly. Great Google moogle. <laughs> gathering today. Uh, we should we should wrap it up by finding out the answers to those Google trivia questions.
3: Oh, yes, we shall. And we will. Hey, Bard. Hey, Bard, <laughs> what are the answers to Ellis's questions? Um, oh, God. In the Waveform episode, what
1: was the answer that and that Ellis gave right. me on that? I think it was on Wednesday. Yes, David,
2: the answer <laughs> is...
1: See? He knows context now. It's better.
2: Can you go over the
3: score? I think I have nine. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. need to issue a correction. Adam! <laughs> this week's score on the Waveform podcast, we have Andrew with 5. No, you have to do the thing. What's the thing? You start
1: with Marquez. Once. I don't know.
2: Adam always you does the carry part. the one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Marquez steamrolling the competition with a hey, whopping not steamrolling, ten. okay? 10. He's barely stepping on me. It's not the same as when Adam does it. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry I'm sorry fans. David cruising, absolutely destroying The person below him with nine. I'm saving my battery by by being right behind Marquez and Uh, Andrew drafting, drafting, Mm. cunningly plotting and storing his points for later. Working with five. One, two. Carry the one. Carry the one. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just not him. (laughs) All right. Okay. Question number one. What was the first? Pixel to have a sip made by Google. Goodness
1: gracious, golly gumdrops! And I'm ruffs. looking.
3: I'm not looking for the name of the processor. I'm just looking for which pixel it was in. So really, you have a one in eight chance. Mm. Was it that one or was it that one? It's this one. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
3: Are you ready to rumble? I'm running
0: out of. Aim. Are you
3: ready to rumble? Yes. David, you want to go first? Four. It's three, isn't it?
2: I said four also.
3: Uh, I said one. It's three. Alas, it it was the Pixel 2 with the Pixel Visual Core. Oh, yeah. When did the Titan show up? titan showed up in three the three but yeah. let me cross oh wait that. so i should have at least said three i already knew <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking solely in my head i
2: was thinking solely
3: mm. it was the three um if yeah. google made a chip before that that was in the pixel one please let me know Could- they didn't <laughs> you know what they made what the, HTT- the htc
1: team be able to eat dinner
3: that's what they did <laughs> With the Pixel one. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Okay. Should we move on to Google services, real or fake? Yes. I forgot about Pixel Visual Core. A. So did Google. Oh. Wow. Just realized I left the blue lights on that whole time. That's fine. Adam leaves for one day. (laughs) Everything falls apart. apart. I need, I need, let's see, I should have half a microphone here. The that's ratio true. of microphones. Yeah, it's, it's You're not just not used to this much microphone. Exactly. It <laughs> needs to move away from you every time you speak so that you have to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Okay. A Google Lively. B Google Fibonacci. C Google Crisis Response Team. Or D Goog four one one.
2: Weather reading. When you first said it, I thought the name was Google B, not like B the option, because <laughs> Fibon- Fib- yeah. Fibonacci. Fibonacci B. Google B Movie too Makes no sense. <laughs> um,
1: okay, I just want to say,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I know for a fact that Fibonacci is real. Okay.
3: okay
0: okay good
1: yeah so
3: the answer is a the answer is not a sick it's perfect (laughs) i said b b for google fibonacci yeah b is correct i made up Google fibonacci (laughs) (laughs) there's no such thing as it okay david (laughs) you
2: you made me really
3: confused i was gonna say i think everything else you explained
2: way too much on
3: a yeah, that I also realized real. uh, Fibonacci was the only one that I did not look at my computer to read. Kind of gave it away there. Wow. Oh, I didn't oh, think I of that. I'm
2: really that. overconfident.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, I
2: also I also said that. That
1: also just sounds like <laughs> such a Google Wait, product. Is but
2: the Google you. crisis department
3: really no, defunded? It's gone? No, I think that one's still that around. One's still oh, around. Okay. That one's still around. That
0: would be a rough thing to take. That's uh, like when there's an uh, earthquake in all them. of Twitter's. Like, I just saw an earthquake. Then Google goes, hey, guess what?
2: World. There's an earthquake. you feel it. Well, he just said that a bunch of them were disposed
3: of, so yeah, that feels yeah. like one you can't. Yeah. Lively is not around one anymore. Wait, Lively video. existed? Oh, no, yeah, it was real. It's hilarious looking, too.
2: I want a Goog411 t-shirt.
3: Wait. Goog411 also existed. It's real? Google Lively is real, yeah. 800 Goog411 uh, it, oh, it was
1: created. Yeah, Goog411 sounds like a thing they would have made in like
3: 2003. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google Lively was created in 2008 and shut down in 2008. Oh, my God. That doesn't shock me this is real
1: this
0: is real encounter of two lively avatars Oh, my God. <laughs> now yeah. that the podcast is over, if you guys go just Google, Google Lively, and yeah. just look at what we're looking at right now and try yeah. to picture this being announced in 2008. My Lord. After they go, guys, we are really ahead of our time. With Oh, that was before Google Glass.
1: 2008
2: was yeah. a long time ago, man. Yeah, that was I a long time ago. I was graduating high school.
1: For the fact that Google Fibonacci is not actually real. I was really yeah.
0: overconfident. Yeah, I really crazy. thought that I knew that <laughs> one. <laughs> You're like, the one thing I do know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.
0: Catch you in the next one.
2: Peace. Waveform is produced by Adam Molina and Ellis Roven. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network, and our intro/outro music was created by Vane Cell.
3: <laughs> I also
1: forgot to show you guys my socks. The Google socks. Oh, they're rainbows. Rainbows, and then...
3: Oh, yeah, legally. Wait,
2: what? Android ones. You didn't match socks. Oh, wait. No.